0: Hey, what's up, team? What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope you're having a good night so far. Welcome to the Adapt Session Podcast, where we have intrinsic combos on mindset, exercise, and life's ever-changing experiences with your host, Joe and
1: Bonda, What's up, everybody? How's it going? What's up, Joe? How you doing today?
0: What's up, baby? Ah, it's, it's, I'm doing well, man. Been a been a little bit of a long day. Um, I'm I'm a little bit tired, so you know it's crazy. Looking forward to get getting into this, and uh, you know. Making some good points and hope- hopefully uh, shedding some light on something.
1: You know, it's funny is that we always we always laugh at the fact that I live here in the city, which which I I love the city, right? But one of the things that's funny about it is that, like, the weather doesn't really change here. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. You can tell it's dark out here, even with the, the blinds closed, right? But you look right behind you, you see the daylight still out there.
0: A little bit, yeah.
1: Well, like, it's like a different world, man. So. And also you're going to notice that our hairs are growing and hitting. obviously Joe's is a little more ahead of me because he's been growing his hair a little longer. Mine was more forced because of pandemic, but I'll be growing my hair out too. And and uh, right now it's a little out of control, as you can tell, if you're watching. Coming in nice, bro. So maybe it'll make my hair look a little, uh, maybe it'll make my head look a little smaller, you know what I mean? Maybe. Or I'm, I'm not holding out hope, but you know. Or just make it look bigger. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's always what happens. But today you guys we're gonna be doing a nutrition episode. Nutrition. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a little different though, you guys. It's not gonna be um similar to what we did with uh, Raven last time. It's gonna kinda have a little bit of a a social theme to it. Um, in that we're going to be talking, we named it Nutrition the Dilemma. The reason why we named it that is because obviously we talk about nutrition a lot here as, as we are trainers, as we are fitness enthusiasts and we're kinesiologists. But the thing is, we also are very aware that not everybody has access to, right? That's something that, I I don't know about you, Joe, but growing up, it kind of felt like in a lot of ways that nutrition was something that was kind of a luxury that we couldn't afford.
0: Um, Yeah. um, Growing up, I want to say it it did feel like that um, in a sense, but I I can honestly also say that it was also a lack of education on what nutrition was. Yeah.
1: So, and that's not to say that we grew up in Crappy situations, you know, like we we were blessed to be in the situations that we were in. It was just there's a lot more to it than just oh, eat healthy, eat clean, and etc. You want to educate yourself on what you're eating, and back then a lot of us didn't really have that, and uh, and a lot of us also came from cultures, including Joe and myself, that were more the cultural foods as delicious as they are, they can be very um, unhealthy. Mm -hmm. very high in sugar very high in salts you know there's a lot of starch there's a lot of um, very carb heavy so we wanted to cut we wanted to discuss this because there's a lot of misconception about it and and i'm sure i'm sure some of the people that are listening to this are like man i can't afford to to keep eating nutritious and being healthy because I'm not afforded that opportunity well it's like we don't want you to think that we don't have any um, sympathy for that we do so today's an episode that you're going to hear some stories from us and we're going to we're also going to talk about what it was like uh, growing up and not realizing that what we were putting in our bodies was just we just thought it was everyday food we just thought it was no big deal about it, but then when, when you really learn about all of, the, uh, all of the nutrition and all the facts, you really start to realize that we weren't exactly eating very healthy.
0: Yeah, uh, to add on to that point, you know, it, um, health wasn't really a commodity growing up. It wasn't something people, or at least my family and people in my community where I was growing up and living, um, it wasn't important, um, the importance of it was, uh, the importance of food was just to have food, to have something to eat. Um, I mean, you know, survival. yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, whatever you could afford, um, you know, you bought and usually, typically, you know, you grow up a little bit like, uh, let's say I'll talk about myself a little bit, how I did, um, first generation, uh, American, you know, um, uh, my family was, uh, trying to make ends meet. Like I'm sure a lot of other families. Um, and, uh, you know, they bought, for example, you're talking about very, very carb heavy, a lot of starchy foods because they were filling, they were cheap. Um, and they last quite some time. They don't go bad very, very easily. So, you know, those are the kind of foods that they would look for, like potatoes, rice, you know, beans. Beans. Yeah. You know, things like that. And then you know, being a Mexican American, my family ate a lot of tortillas. So tortillas was something that would that was would be filling. It lasts quite some time, um, and they were cheap. So you know, uh, thinking about good nutrition and good fuel for the body, that was the last thing on my family's mind when they were just trying to make sure that we had food to eat um, and that we could pay the bills. You know, so and then you know, with that being said, um, you know, lack of nutrition or excuse me, lack of education. nutrition you know what what does the body actually need to function at a very very high level but even with that you know my family was able to make it happen so so it's uh it's it's pretty interesting how you grow up in uh in certain environments certain areas and the uh let me see the priorities are different so
1: yes and and just like just like joe i was the first one in my family i was born here so i'm a first generation um Immigrant here and uh growing up it was you never really thought about like the foods that you were eating so like the rice and the beans that was just a way of life right that was just something that we it was just food just it was just so we survived that we didn't think about it right but looking back on it then growing up on uh, some of the like Luckily for me, I didn't have to live on food stamps or anything like that, but there were times when, um, when we did eat at home and we just like, you know, we consider dinner sometimes it would be just like a cup noodles or top ramen.
0: Oh yeah. We had that a lot too. Yeah. Just, you know, make, make yourself something to eat real quick. You know, some, some of noodles, couple noodles was a thing. Top ramen was kind of, uh, top, top ramen was more something I, I heard about from my friend I was like, what's that? And then I seen you know the little bags, and I was like, oh, okay, it's like a couple noodles. But we used to just eat the couple noodles. So.
1: Yeah, it was
0: it's basically the same thing. Yeah,
1: it's the same thing. One just comes to cup,
0: the other one doesn't. You know, you know, uh, some of my friends, um, they used to just kind of smash the noodles in the bag, and yeah. then they, and then they would open it, and then you know the the flavor packets.
1: Yeah, just have them like like a like a like a snack. Yeah, we
0: just I mean, eat them like a like a bag of chips. That's all... <laughs>
1: That's, that's, how, that's how that's how I would I'll admit it. I
0: I did that in the past too. That was good. Like energy snack. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want to call it. Yeah, you mean so I just remember after having it, I really wanted to drink a lot of water. All that salt in that packet, man, it's crazy. Oh, it's insane. And
1: then there was the um another one too was Vienna sausages.
0: Oh yeah. Vienna sausages or uh Mac and cheese, mac and cheese was a big one, or a hamburger helper, some quick, simple hamburger helper. Uh, we see, we used to eat that a lot, cause uh, my mom would come home and make it for us, and it was just like real quick, you know, cause she she'd be work all day, leave really early in the morning. She'd take the, the city bus to yep. work, and then she'd come back home seven, pretty late, you know, six seven, and then just make that real quick, you know, so she can you know, eat with us, and then we can everybody starts taking a shower and get ready for the next day, you know.
1: And it got you through the day, right? Like,
0: yeah, it did it? That's that's a lot
1: of stuff that we grew up on. Some of it we just like. And you didn't really think about it when you were a kid. Like, it's like, oh man, we
0: not at all. We didn't eat
1: very healthy. You,
0: ne- you never, you never, gave it a second thought because I mean, I was, I mean, you know, I was a kid. Like, what did I, what did I know about nutrition? I had no idea. I just knew that I had food and it tastes good, so I ate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really what it I had was. Food. So I had no idea what nutrition. What that word even was, I just knew food. Oh, you, we're hungry, so we got this, let's eat, right? Uh, very rarely did we have vegetables. And when we did have vegetables, they were either frozen bags or they were uh, canned food. My, for, for whatever reason, um, my grandma stacked up on canned food. And you, you know what? Now that I'm thinking back on it, I think it was, for some of the reasons that I mentioned earlier, uh, cheap um, it, it, uh, lasted a long time and we can stock up on it just in case of a, you know, quote unquote rainy day, you know, when we didn't have money to go buy food or something. So we would stock up on a lot of canned foods, man. And that's usually where I got all my vegetables from canned foods or, or, or frozen vegetables. It was very rare that we got fresh vegetables because real, you know, uh, organic or not even organic, but just real fresh vegetables. They'll go bad, you know, in a, in a week, maybe sometimes less. and um, you know, growing up in a house where there was a lot of people, I had a lot of extended family living together when we first came when I was a little kid and, uh, you know, we had to have food that lasts. So nu- nutrition, nobody cared about that. It was, what do we have to eat? As long as you got food to put in your stomach and, and you got some calories to put into your body, you're good. You can survive. That right? was what it was about. And then
1: not to mention a lot of those fruits, like like those fruits, the veggies, the greens they were really expensive too like you were oh, hoping that you know, like, and you and you, hope, and you were hoping to find them like in the the local produce like the the, the latino produce markets uh-huh.
0: there they were expensive well i i i wouldn't be able to to you know comment on that i was a little kid i wasn't tripping off prices you know i went with my family to go grocery shopping so i have no idea
1: yeah so it was just one of those things where um like that was so like so we understand when you guys are saying like hey you know you gotta you gotta have a little more uh empathy for us when it comes to nutrition you gotta understand it's about survival and things like that it's like we understand because we lived in ourselves in, in, in one way or another and then there's also the um the like what was it the
0: government cheese and Go- government cheese man food Government food assistance food, food stamps uh my family wasn't on it for, for too long, but uh, my, my mom was on it for a while. Uh, I was the oldest of five boys. My mom was a single parent. Um, she had some help from my uncles, my aunts, when my aunt used to live with us, and my cousins. Um, my grandma obviously took care of us. So, But for a while, uh, we were on food stamps. And you know, food stamps only buy certain stuff. I, I don't know exactly what it buys. I don't think, I, does it, I think it does buy vegetables, but like I said, vegetables would go bad. And since we would only get a certain amount every month, you know, they wanted it to last. So again, going back to those foods that last longer time, usually starch, starch, rich foods, you know, foods you can store, um, canned, canned goods, that kind of stuff, you know? So nutrition, like I get it for some people out there, uh, you know, just like Armando said, we definitely empathize with your situation for, you know, for anybody who's listening to us that doesn't have, uh, I, I I guess, um, the resources to get fresh, you know, delicious, nutritious food on a regular basis completely get you, completely get you. Um, and that, that's kind of why we're, we, you know, we're talk we wanted to talk about this topic, share a little bit about our stories. And yeah, when I was a kid, man, I, I didn't know any, any of that stuff. I was happy eating a whole bowl of macaroni and cheese by myself. That was delicious, yeah. right? Yeah. That-, that was great. Like throwing a little, like... And I, have, I, have food to eat. I have food to eat, what was I gonna complain about? And then for my protein at that time, I didn't know it was protein, I just knew it tasted better if I did this, so we would get the uh, ballpark franks, grill them up on my grandma's comal, where she puts the tortillas, grill them up on there, and then uh, and, and, and uh, usually in like butter or like uh, vegetable oil, that's what we had, it was cheap, chop it up and then throw it in the mac and cheese, and then you eat the mac and cheese, with the ballpark, Frank's all chopped up in pieces, and then with uh, tortillas. Maybe maybe with some hot sauce. If you had some tapatio or whatever kind of hot sauce ketchup, you like,
1: ketchup. Yeah, ketchup.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, my grandma, you know, since since we were kids, she would always make like um, um, salsa for enchiladas. So yeah. she would make, she would make the red one because that was my grandpa's favorite. But uh, I I used to like the green one, and I think a lot of my brothers and my uncles like the green one too. So she'd make both, right? So we would always have sauce, and we'd just put that on whatever, you know. So it was kind of like it was literally a Mexican-American dish, mac and cheese with ballpark franks with tortillas, and then you put some sauce on it. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, man, that sounds great. I so, mean, that's what it was, bro. bro. And, you know, yeah, and, you know, the thing is, so a lot of you guys are also wondering, like, why are you guys talking about this? Well, Joe and I haven't exactly been shy when it comes to talking about, uh, um, social injustice, things like that, or, or um, systemic racism, et cetera, et cetera. And in a lot of ways, we, like we wanted to do this one in a different way, right? Like this is, um, this has nothing to do with really racism or anything like that. It's just more growing up, especially back in the 90s. Um, if you look back at it, if you look at it then, it was more nutrition did feel like a luxury the most part it really it, it wasn't um it didn't feel like it was something that that was for everyone and that a lot of, and like we say it was about survival when it comes to us especially when when you're in when you're in when you come from immigrant families it was about survival and we were just we were just thinking about that it's like we figured we could hit all of the we could hit that as well as discussing like what it's like to be on survival mode, like what it's how, like, we know it's a struggle to do the, the nutrition stuff, right? Because it is expensive. It can't, it can't be.
0: It can't, it can't be. Not, not all,
1: not always. Not always. You got to be careful where you go. But at the same time, it's like, if you want to keep eating organic and things like that, it, after a while, it can be, it can be a little, a little uh, difficult, but it was just one of those things where um, Joe and I were really thinking about it. It's like, we figured, that it would be good to talk about this because so we, you heard us talking about some of the foods that we were having growing up. And not only that, man, but remember, and it's still kind of an issue nowadays. Like when you talk about like snacks, right? What are some of the, like when we're kids, what were like the biggest snacks that were available was mostly candy related. Right. So it was like the fruit roll-ups and the, the or the or fruit by the foot things like that. The uh, what's Dutchers, Dutchers. Dutchers. and really like think about that for a while.
0: That was like that was like the the reason why those were you know so cool. I mean, like I said, like once again, this is this is us growing up. We were kids. I didn't. I had no idea what nutrition was. You know, that wasn't never even crossed my mind. I I didn't care. I had food to eat. I ate it. It filled me up. I was good. Right. Yeah. So when, whenever we got like fruit by the foot uh, fruit roll-ups, uh, I think it's the same thing right fruit roll fruit rollers fruit by the More foot nuts. they're the all pressures. you know uh when we, when we had the opportunity to get the uh the actual like chips ahoy or Oreos, like me and my oh, brothers gosh. were crazy for that stuff, right because usually usually, no joke we would always have to get the off brand shit
1: yes, the generic one and then yeah,
0: yeah. we'd always have to get the, ge- the generic cookies or or we used to get the generic cereals, but then now I'm like an adult, right? And I see it. Obviously, I don't buy that, but I see it in the grocery store, and I see what the price difference is. You, the generic one is like two, three dollars cheaper than the than the name brand one. And and yet, sure, they don't taste the same. But when you're a family on a budget, like like what me and Armando were just talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Immigrant families, or even families who aren't immigrants who are you know uh, American, been here for generations, but living in an impoverished area, impoverished area, uh, you don't have the opportunity um, as everybody else. So that's what nutrition feels like it's a luxury and you buy what, what you can afford. So whenever we get the American snacks, that was like really cool. Because usually we have like a lot of, uh, huh?
1: It felt like a big event.
0: Yeah, it did. It, it honestly did like, oh, we get food by the foot, you know, because you want to try to fit in with your friends at school, right? And that's like, and that's the American thing. Well, we used to have a lot of... uh like uh, Mexican candies too, and like these little Mexican snacks that my grandma used to buy us because they were cheaper at the uh, Mexican supermarkets or the Latin supermarkets, if you will. Because um, it's a mixture. So, uh, but yeah, so we we it would be cool when we get the American snacks because we want to fit in with our friends at school. You know, I get like, the gum, you wanted to find a Hubba Bubba. Yeah, exactly. And
1: yeah. I, so, instead, you buy Bubba Loo because it was it was more more uh, cheaper.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, but. You know, to, to kind of piggyback off what Armando was initially saying, um, it's, it's, uh, it's about opportunity um, because opportunity and equality, not to say that, that, that it was like taken away from us, but when you're, okay, when you come from a different country, you speak an entirely different language, it's not easy for your family to conform to the American way, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's difficult. Um, and again, even if you are, you've been an American for generations and you come from an impoverished area where you haven't quite had the same opportunities as everybody else. And it's true. You know, some people may not believe that, but these are facts here. Look it up yourself. If that was the case, you know, there wouldn't be any poor areas in the United States. Some areas get treated better than others. Some areas get more assistance, more help. Uh, and we're not talking about handouts. We're talking about hand ups. Some areas get more hand ups. We're not, we're not talking about handouts. Don't No people. Most people, I honestly believe are hard workers and they don't want handouts. They just want a hand up, you know, give me the same opportunity so I can, you know, learn about what nutrition is and feed my family correctly. So they're not malnourished. Right. They have the, the, they they can grow up to be, you know, full, well, full functioning adults, you know, and they can, and they have the same types of, um, I guess you could say pathways as other people and then they can choose their own. So nutrition is a big part of it. And I guess, you know, to continue, to continue on that, um, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be a professional athlete and, you know, but, you know, I was eating the way that I was eating. Um, cause that's what we had in my house, you know, just, just to be able to, to eat something was meant that I was doing better than a lot of people. A lot of people don't even have anything to eat, so I was I was good, right? Fill my little tummy up. I was good, um, but once I started learning about what athletes ate, their nutrition, and why they looked the way they looked, you know, chiseled, muscular, you know, great physical shape, and that's what it took for them to make it to the pros. I was like, man, I got to start eating like that. But I wasn't able to do that until I got in high school. I started working, um, and then I tr- tried my best to eat like that. I was still um, lacking a lot of knowledge, but I I did my best. I just try to kind of try to copy what they explained in the magazines about their workout programs or, you know, the, the meals they were eating. So I try to eat like that. And then once I became a trainer and actually started getting certified in nutrition, taking classes and courses and things like that, that's when my mindset really shifted. That's what, that's when it really shifted, but it turned on the light bulb when I was in high school or just, just a, a little bit under high school, when I started learning about how my favorite athletes were eating, but I knew that I couldn't eat like that because that's not what my family
1: bought. So we're going to so, go back. We're going to be back to this in a moment. But something that I just started thinking about, you know what, you know what also would happen is if they would buy, let's say, um let's say they bought Lucky Charms, right? They keep the uh-huh. box and, and then they buy the, the, the generic brand and then they would refill the same bag with, it uh, keeps yep. making it think that we, that we had that we were stocking on it but then like you'd have the box for like a couple of years and realize how old it's getting and then, <laughs> like hey did you just buy this like yeah i just bought it i was like why does it look so old and why is it like why is it falling apart oh it's just it's just because uh it just got smashed in the car when i got it like you like, just like i'm just thinking of that as a kid and um like you would hear about like she like she like, uh, my mom would tell me, like, Oh, yeah, I just, it's a new box. It, it just got smashed in the back, in the, in the trunk. At least they
0: try to save your feelings, bro. My family didn't try to save my fillings They'd buy the generic bag and, and just put it in the, like, you know, the plastic cereal containers. Yeah You used to have those. They, they're supposed to keep the cereal fresher for longer, right? I don't know if that's actually true, but so, so they just, it they keep the container so yeah, it actually
1: does a little bit. But. Yeah,
0: because it keeps the air out, right? It's, it's airtight okay so so they so they buy the generic bags and just fill those up right in front of us but the generic ones were cool because they those bags were huge and i used to love eating cereal when i was a kid that was like, that was like one of our favorite things
1: it's kind of funny that you mentioned like when you see your, your your favorite athlete and like when they talk about their meal plans and when they talk about their their diets and, and, and what, what they're consuming remember wheaties yeah So there was one where I don't remember who was on it. I think I'm gonna say it was Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is my favorite player of all. Like is my one of my favorite niners of all time. So, and at the time I was he was my favorite athlete. Him and Barry Bonds were my favorite when I was a kid. And I was like, Mom, Jerry Rice is on Wheaties. Can I can I get it? Because I figured if I ate Wheaties, I'll be like him. So. Some Humpami Wheaties once. And then after that she was replacing every um every Wheaties with uh, what's it called? Um with total or like a generic brand of total. And you can mm-hmm. just it wasn't Wheaties. And it was just like you'd always hear in the commercial, right? Eat your Wheaties kids, eat your Wheaties kids. When I grow up being and strong, eat your Wheaties kids. And it was just one of those um mm-hmm. Like, you'd always, like, see those in the commercials, man. you watch your cartoons, and then you would see, like, the the candy commercials, and um, a lot of times you couldn't get those because they were too expensive, or they were hard to find, or they just jacked up your teeth because it was so freaking sweet, and they just, like, kill
0: your enamel, and, like,
1: you couldn't bite into anything.
0: Well, I mean, that goes right into, you know, their athletes are getting paid for that, right? We're we're kids. We We don't know any of this stuff, so... Athletes are getting paid to advertise these things to kids because kids is one of the biggest markets out there, right? Absolutely. Kids want it. They ask their parents for stuff, their parents buys them. But, yeah, man, grow, growing up, that's the only thing that really shifted my mindset um, about nutrition was seeing, seeing how, how athletes ate and then them talking about, yeah, you know, I need to eat the right types of foods to fuel me for the games or for practice or for the weight room. I was like, man, I need to start eating like that. But, like I said, at the time I couldn't, so now that I'm older – i don't go back to eating the way that i used to eat and i guess this takes us also back to you know as kids growing up in the u.s being you know first generation you, you want to do things you know the american way but you still love your cultural foods right so i brought, you brought that up man cause... Yeah. So, cultural foods you know it's kind of a you know it kind of goes with the same thing it's it's um it's necessity, it's survival, because my grandma learned how to cook a certain way. She comes from, they call it a rancho in Mexico. That means that means ranch, right? She's yep. she's a, She didn't grow up with a lot of money, um, you know, tight-lit little, uh, little community out, out, on the outskirts of, of a bigger town or a city. Um, and they basically essentially live off the land. Sure, they go to the stores and, and buy things that they need, but they essentially live off the land. Like my grandpa was big into agriculture. We used and my grandma. We used to have a garden back in our house in San Jose. And then even now in Patterson, the soil is not as good, but they have like a little garden. They they got a peach tree, I think. They got nectarine tree. They have cactuses, nopales, because they'll eat them for breakfast with their eggs. Um,
1: they're joke too, man.
0: Yeah, they're good. So they were big on agriculture, and um, essentially in Mexico, they they lived off the land. Um, and again, you know. Grew, they, they didn't grow up with a lot of money so they learned how to make things from what they had what well, from what was in their in their local area um or what or the small little uh, supply of things they could get at the store and most of the time it's kind of like how we were eating when my family moved to the US a lot of starch foods you know some things like nopales they're really good for you cactus is really good for you you know fruits are good for you they, you know they had little herbs and things like that but oh. mostly
1: a lot of stuff that we have is actually very good for us, like the nopales, the lechugas, the the repollos. You know, like, uh, by the way, those lechuga and repollo—that's um, cabbage and lettuce. A lot of that stuff is actually good. We actually do have a lot of salads. The thing is, this is where this is where it hurts us, is that a lot of the foods, the cultural foods, that we have, as much as they mean to us, a lot of them. When we cook them we have a lot of ingredients in them or it's the way that we cook them so a lot of those foods that we're talking about are, are like fried or they're they have a lot of salt in them and, and when i say a lot of salt i'm talking we're talking uh we're talking a lot of salt um and uh because joe's mexican i'm nicaraguan and um and there are some foods that are kind of like delicacies, right, that we have to – that are a little more expensive to make. And we make those for big occasions like quinceañeras or Christmas or or, 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 or um, religious ev- events like uh, Easter, you know, things like that. But there's some foods that are just – that we have as snacks. Like one of them is fried cheese, queso frito. And I will not lie to you and I don't think Joe will either. They are they it does taste good.
0: It's good. Yeah.
1: The problem is there's so much salt in it, your stomach, like your stomach acid reacts to it and you, like your throat gets like the last time I had it, my throat started getting irritated because it was just too overwhelming for me. I can't after you start eating clean for a while, you you um a lot of those foods that are heavy in the fried and they're they're just heavily fried they just don't appeal to you and they don't taste as good and their body just doesn't like it.
0: You know, I think uh, one of the reasons why um, uh, Latin food in particular has a lot of salt. Uh, well, at least um, I would say for people that come from Latin America that come from like rural communities, don't come from a lot of money. Um, is because salt's cheap. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a very cheap, uh seasoning you can get and season everything oh let's put some salt on there a
1: little
0: little bit of salt tastes good but you know they go overboard because that's all
1: just like just drop it like that
0: yeah it's a there's a um a lot of it has to do with social economical status man a lot of it has to do with that
1: a lot of it has to do with that yeah and it's um
0: because it's the same thing over here in the u.s you know when we were growing up here in the u.s and I had friends of other cultures and, and ethnicities um, that their family either uh, uh, migrated here also, or you know they're, they've been you know they're a couple generations in uh, of being American, but you know trying to work their way through the social economic ladder it, it gets difficult you know it's it does. Because, because you're just trying to survive you're just trying to make money to survive like we're talking about and you're not too concerned with oh you know, let me, let me feed my family the most nutritious food I possibly can No, it's what can we afford today? What can we afford can this we week?
1: How can we feed everyone and make sure that there's no empty stomachs tonight?
0: How's, how, how, how can we buy good food that's going to last the whole month until I get, you know, the next paycheck or whatever? Right? Things like that.
1: And, and, and it really is about survival, man. Some of those... So, yeah, some of the ways that we cook the food is like, for example... Rice and beans in, in Nicaragua, we call it gallo pinto.
0: Why do you guys call it that, Armando? I always wondered.
1: You're asking the wrong dude, man.
0: Oh, <laughs> you're like, I just know what it's called. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never um, bothered to ask why, so. Yeah, you yeah, just I, kind of
1: go or, with it. I know bad Armando, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, one of the things, that, the thing I love about gallo pinto is it, it reminds me of my grandpa. So that's how I bonded with him, right? Because we would, he would always make it. He would always make it. And he would always pour me some and I would always be eating with him. So whenever I had it, even to this day, it's still one of my, it's still my favorite meal, I would say. So, but the thing was, um, my grandpa had a unique way of cooking it. So this is going to sound a little gross to some people, but bear with me. So, Beans and rice, you know, a very simple mixture, right? But my grandpa liked it toasty. However, he would use margarine or butter. And I'm talking a lot. Like, we're talking, imagine um, a big old spoon, like maybe like this much, like almost like you could fit in your palm, that much butter in there he would grill the, and he would have it until the rice was, went from being soft to completely, like, uh, toasty and hard. Like, it would really crunchy. And I loved it that way. It was, like, still to this day, whenever I make it, I like to make it as toasty as possible. But I try to be conscientious of the fact that, but I never put butter in it. I don't put stuff like that in it, because I know if I do, I, my body's not going to react well to it. But yeah, he was, he would cook it that way. And it got me thinking, it's like, yeah, the cultural foods, that like rice and beans, a lot of the foods that we have, they're not actually bad for you. But the way we cook it is bad for you. So um, a lot of, the, and it's like you say, it's, it's because of socioeconomic status. A lot of it's also preference. Like a lot of the foods that like, I'll give my mom credit for this because when I was growing up and she would cook the traditional Nicaraguan stuff, she tried to modify it to where it wasn't so high in, um, so high in, in salt. It wasn't so high in sugar because a lot of those soup, those soups were very heavy in salt and not only that, but they were very sweet. So that means that there was a lot of sugar in it too.
0: Where did your mom learn how to do that? Like what gave her the idea? That's interesting. i I never heard this story before.
1: Well, my mom was just uh, I think it started with because my grandpa started having heart problems. Uh-huh. And uh she was just like, you know what, we gotta calm it down a little bit. My so my grandpa had heart problems and my dad had kidney failure. So my mom started adjusting it then. And it was just like, you know what, Maybe. and she and also she preferred. She didn't like the sweet flavor as much as she preferred the uh, lemon.
0: In some of the soups,
1: you mean? So she likes, the, she likes the lemony flavor instead. So she started doing that or she would make it really spicy. Uh-huh. And that changed, that changed the soups up because a lot of those soups, man, they can be, um, like I said, they can be very sweet because put, we put a fruit in there called jocotes. They kind of look like um, a little similar to a plum. I get. I, w- I would say they're very similar to a plum, and it would really sweeten the the soups. Mm. So there was so there was a lot of um, ingredients in there that weren't exactly healthy, and then a lot of times you had to fry some of the the ingredients in there to prepare it. And um, that was it, it. Was just a culture thing, man. It was a lot of the the way the foods were were uh, cooked, and I didn't. And for me, it wasn't until I got a little older, so I went, back to, um, I went back to the gym at age 22, and so that was in 2012, eight years ago now, damn. And from that point on, I was a little more conscientious of what I was eating, and I was really more nutritiously uh, aware. And then we started having family over again the following year. So my aunt would come over, my cousins, and they didn't exactly eat healthy either. So a lot of the traditional Nicaraguan stuff, we started bringing back, including the desserts, including the snacks. And a lot of them were just pure sugar, man. There was one, there's one called, a) um, um it's escaping my mind right now. If it, if it comes back, I'll, I'll I'll mention them. But basically, it's made out of um, coconut, and it's just it, like it's so sweet. You, like if you have it, you you probably won't be able to finish it right right at the um right at the moment. It's going to take you a little bit. You're going to have to like come back to it later on because it can be very um
0: rich. Okay. Well. Yeah, I think, uh, definitely, it's definitely cultural, but why do you think, um, let's say like, for example, where your family comes from in Nicaragua, why why do they eat like that? Do you think, is it kind of similar to my family? Kind of, you know, kind of just trying to live off the land and you eating what you have and you got to make the food. I would say yeah. Yeah, I would say too. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: they aren't exactly, um, I think in the I think when they were in the motherland they were they definitely had no awareness for um for health conscious
0: eating that's for sure when
1: they got here they started they started understanding a little more
0: is that is that uh, from your mom going to school or I
1: think it was just society because not all of them were not all of them were here in the bay area some of them were in Texas some of them were in uh Miami Florida okay so they learned over there too. So, over here in the Bay Area, like California in general, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of awareness in terms of agriculture,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in terms of nutrition here. So I think my mom just picked up on it and and started uh, started the kids eventually when they started going to school and they started realizing.
0: That's good. That's really, nice. yeah, that's really good. I want to say. Uh, my family started kind of, you know, realizing that once, um, people started getting diagnosed with diabetes and Shit. the doctors yeah. the doctor telling them, you know, you guys got to cut down your sugar, cut down, you know, carbohydrates. And the doctors used to, you know, give them advice on what kind of foods should they eat? Oh, you need to eat some more lean protein, a lot of vegetables, you know, talking about complex carbohydrates or, or, um. Fruits with, with, uh, with, uh, lower, uh, l- lower sugar levels. So it doesn't spike insulin, all that kind of stuff.
1: Um, yes. that's
0: when, that's when I first started learning it in cholesterol too. My grandma stopped using, um, veg- vegetable oil. She started using like avocado oil and coconut oil now. Uh, and then, so, so now, so but now, when she cooks, she uses that to make, like, the, her Mexican dishes that she would cook. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, uh, when my grandpa was alive, RIP, when he, when he was here, he used to like his food a certain way. He didn't like it if she changed, like, the oil she was cooking with or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's just old school. He's like, I want it like this. Like, I want it how, how I like it. So my grandma would always make it for him how, how he wanted it. You know what I mean? So just that's what he grew up on. He didn't want to change. My grandpa used to eat spaghetti bro with tortillas and what? and my yeah he used to eat spaghetti with tortillas
1: but he had like spaghetti tacos or something
0: basically <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like he eats tortillas <laughs> with everything bro with everything he'd have he'd have a fork and a knife to cut the meat or whatever or to hold the spaghetti down to like cut it and then he'll pick it up and put it in the tortilla and eat it like a, like a spaghetti taco I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and my uncle always used to make fun of them dude i'm like oh what the
1: fuck <laughs> that's pretty funny actually
0: we would just tell him like you know papi así no se come spaghetti you know and then and then uh, <laughs> you know, grandpa that's not how you eat the spaghetti and he'll just laugh and he goes he that's goes i yeah. eat it. yeah he goes this is how i like to eat it <laughs> he goes amigo con la comida se puede comer todo con las tortillas i'm like oh shit all right man <laughs> he had to have tortillas man like that was his thing what bro if if we didn't have tortillas in the house like if we ran out and then uh my grandpa was gonna eat he wouldn't eat until somebody went to go get him tortillas he'd be like he he'll be like oh you know can you go get me some? And he'll give us money and be like oh keep the change just give me some tortillas like he had to have
1: it (laughs) he's a tortillero man
0: speak yeah basically right speaking of that you know, and, oh, you know, and you know what? My grandma used to make them from scratch before, but since she since there was too many people to feed, she stopped making them from scratch. She started getting them store bought. But uh, another snack that we used to have as kids, uh, I guess you could say, you know, a uh, 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 Latin snack, a Mexican snack. We used to get tortillas. Remember, how you talk about your grandpa um, frying the rice and then putting a bunch of butter on it. Yeah, El Gallo pinto, right? Oh, so God. we used to grill the tortillas on my grandma's comal. Um, and, then, and then take it off and then put butter on it and then, drill it, and then uh, grill it again and then we'd fold it up and it'd be like butter dripping down and we'd eat them like that. <laughs> it was hella good, bro. <laughs> Back in the days. And if we had them... My it dad. Would, that
1: reminds me of my dad because, yeah, oh man, he... It's kind of gross. Like dude, I, I remember thinking it was gross when I was a little kid.
0: It, it's, I mean, now I wouldn't eat it, but at the time, that shit was delicious.
1: Bro, I still remember it when I was, I was like five and my dad was like, oh, I'm hungry. No, bro, I'm going to get some tortillas and I'm going to get some mantequilla. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and he put it in a microwave, right? And it would, he just put like a, like, he cut like little slices of like the, the stick and he put it onto the, uh, he put it onto the tortilla uh. and he'd roll it up to, I kid you not, he would he would bite into it and he he'd be covered in butter. That's crazy. I was like, that's so gross, dad. I
0: I don't know, bro. It was was pretty good.
1: I'm sure it tasted good, but it looked gross.
0: I mean, it definitely wasn't good for you, but I was going to say, before you told us that little awesome story about your pops, uh, if we had it, we would put um, uh, cheese, slices of cheese in the tortilla with the butter, Grill that kind of like, like a quesadilla, basically, right? But really? but, but then we would grill. Uh, we would <laughs> we would uh, if we had the ballpark franks. Oh, we just like we just like poke a hole in it with a fork, and then we'd hold it over the fire, <laughs> and then and then put it in there, and it was like a little Mexican fucking uh, uh I don't know like a hot dog because it'd be a, a tortilla. A hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, a hot a hot dog, but instead of a bun, it'd be a tortilla with cheese, butter, and then the hot dog. And then if we had tapatio or Valentina, whatever whatever sauce, or my grandma's enchilada sauce, we'll eat them like that, bro. We'll make like four of them, five of them, eat them like that. And my grandma used to get hella mad because when we used to uh, poke the ballpark franks, when we were little kids, we just called, we just called them wieners. Hey, do we have any wieners? <laughs> so we, would,
1: we, so we called them at one point. Yeah, so. that's
0: what we called them, bro. So we'd hold, we'd hold them over the stove with the fork, and then my grandma used to get hella pissed because we burned the fork, and, and the forks would turn black, and she just bought them. They're, like, new. So she it was, like, her shit, you know? She <laughs> used to get hella mad.
1: <laughs> uh, things that we get creative with when we're
0: kids, man. I'm telling you, bro. Yes. I, think, I think one of my deals is the one who showed me that shit. I seen them doing it, and my grandma yelled at them for uh, burning the forks, too. God, man, that shit's... I mean, hey, bro, when you, when you grow up, when you honestly grow up with, like, not a lot of money, like, that kind of stuff is cool. Like, that was, that was our snack. So, you know, just basically going back to what we're talking about, like, food was delicious, but it wasn't the best for us. You know, and for everybody out there listening, uh, Armando, you know, sometimes when we go out, like, with the boys, the other trainers, Armando, you know, he don't, you know they always ask me, Matt, why are you so picky with the food? Why don't you just try this, try that? Oh I'm like, God. Like I literally grew up eating all that stuff. Right? Now it makes
1: sense. Now it makes sense. Like when you hear all these stories, I didn't know the one about the the hot dog tacos and the and the butter. So now yeah. now it makes sense. If you had told me that then, I would have understood. But you never did. So it was one of those like, man, it could be such a freaking peruder. Because yeah, was,
0: everybody was, was, everybody gets <laughs> everybody gets on me because I had to eat a certain way. Yeah, and I try to eat as healthy as possible, but this is why because when I was a kid, I didn't eat healthy, bro, like at all. Didn't eat healthy. Bunch (laughs) of salt, bunch of butter, bunch of sugar. Like, I did not eat healthy whatsoever when I was a kid. That's why now, uh, you know, I care about what I consume, what I put into my body. It's important to me because I don't want to catch any of these, you know, illnesses that some of my family members have diabetes, high cholesterol, hypertension, all these things you know, like growing up as a kid, like I said, you're just living life, you know, I didn't even know my family was struggling, I'm just, I, I know, I got food, so I'm good, right, what do we you have in the fridge, clothes, oh, we can both yeah. butter, you know what I mean, or, yeah. or we would eat those bowls of mac, those bowls of, I would have bowls of just macaroni and cheese, like I was telling you earlier, I would have bowls of just rice, and if we were lucky enough to have extra money, where well, we bought um, sour cream, but we got crema, it's like the Latin version, it's basically sour cream, but to me, Crema tastes better than like American sour cream. Just saying. I don't know about you, Armando. I agree. Right? I agree. So, not, so,
1: not to mention it's not as manipulated too, it's actually sour cream.
0: Yeah, it's actually so if we were lucky enough to have extra money and to have sour cream, crema in the house, I would just I would just whip a you know, a huge spoonful in my rice, mix it, and I'll just eat a bowl of rice with crema. Like that would that'd be dinner sometimes, bro, or lunch. No joke. You see just you see, a joke that. Is, that. Because that's all we had in the house.
1: If you had told me this years ago, I would have understood why the hell we couldn't go anywhere. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> we couldn't go anywhere.
1: Remember, remember for my birthday some years ago, we wanted to go to the Luca Del. You're like, no, I don't want to eat that stuff. That's garbage.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's, that's what why I want to
1: eat that stuff. stuff. Let's go to, let's go get some Greek food. No, no, no. That's garbage. I want to eat that stuff. That's garbage. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Joe has calmed down since. Joe has calmed down since. I, we got to give him credit for that. He's calmed down since. But at one point it was, two things were going to happen. You were going to have, he was, gonna, he was either going to keep the waiter there long enough to where you're, you, you're almost certain that your food was going to get spit on. <laughs> and you were going to, and you were just hoping that they didn't spit on your food. So.
0: You're being associated with me.
1: <laughs> but yeah, because he'll be like, you he, he would literally ask them, okay, so how do you prepare the broccoli? Do you, you don't
0: put any. Uh, <laughs> you like, are you. exaggerating. Calm down. No, I did not.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, man.
0: <laughs> I would just ask him, like, do you guys put that's like I
1: would just. That's why I would just go, let's go, to, let's go to Chipotle, because I know he likes Chipotle. So we just go to Chipotle. I bet he'd get hungry again. We went to the Giants game one time. I was like, bro, they got a, they got a, they got a green, um, they got some green food over here. They got, it's all clean over here. They got this one, and they got this one stand where they, they don't even fry anything like on canola oil or anything like that. They use coconut oil. And he's like, stop it, stop it, bro! I'm not gonna eat that bullshit over here. And then we <laughs> go, and then we ended up going there. He was like, oh shit, they really do just cook it in coconut oil. He's like, he's like observing it. Making sure that like there's there's no like deep fires or anything like that. He's just like, damn, I, I, he's like, he goes, I'm surprised. It's like and then there was a kale garden. That's when the kale garden opened up. I remember. And we went there too. I was like, Yes, I finally got this dude to eat stadium food. Now he's I mean, now he's different though. Now he's now it's like if we go to the stadium, I was like, hey, do you want to get some brother fries? And he'll be like, you know what? I'll have some. Before, I was like, God, bro, I'm not going to touch that. Well,
0: Sorry. now now I felt, you know, I was so much into the extreme eating the other way because that, yeah. was all, that was all my family could afford. And then, you know, then I got extreme, you know, on the health kick. But now, like, I found a balance. Like, you know what? I, I eat so well for the most part that having some of that food sometimes is not going to hurt me. So yeah. I consider it. Uh, an indulgence meal and I'll be okay. So
1: exactly. And then there was one time where um we had the fresh made uh caramel popcorn. Remember that? Oh yeah. That shit was bomb too. He's like I was like Joe you wanna try he's like he, like, he, he just like sits back. He's like, you know, maybe and he has a little bit and then a couple minutes later he ends up getting in. So <laughs> it,
0: it it was a great addition to my coffee that I had. That was bomb.
1: Yeah. That was, that was a good game. That was the last one that we went to. I think that was like 18, 17, around there. Yeah,
0: I think so. That was the last game
1: we went to, yeah. And then, um, so that was really cool because at one point he's like, nah, I ain't touching the, st- the stadium bullshit. And <laughs> he's like, I'm like, come on, man. You got to have something here, man. This is the ballpark. We got to, hot- like, you don't even have to have a hot dog. Just, like, get some nachos or pretzel or
0: <laughs> with some rocane. He's like,
1: nah, 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 I ain't touching that shit.
0: And then, I, might, I might as well stick a heroin
1: needle in my arm that's what he said yeah, yeah he it was basically like that he was and then when i told him i was like oh dude check this out they got gourmet um they got these uh caramel popcorn right like fresh freshly made and it's like and this and it was like a it was organically made so the the caramel wasn't even wasn't even like completely like sweet it had like a different type of texture to it and uh we all ended, we ended up enjoying it it didn't and the best part was that we didn't end up having to pay for it afterwards like of course no now we paid for it we bought it but what i mean like pay for it like it didn't kill our stomachs later on Sometimes,
0: yeah usually that food it don't it don't sit well with my stomach but yeah me neither, me neither. Uh, that, that's another reason why I don't like to eat like that, because uh, you know what Armando was mentioning earlier. You when you change your eating and you start to eat better, uh, more nutritiously, um, and then you have some of those foods again with some of those ingredients, chemicals, whatever oils that you've gotten rid of and and you've cleansed your system, it kind of makes you sick. You know it doesn't feel good. You either it's either coming out of one hole or the other. It's not staying in very long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was it? What was it that you one, one time he warned me about it and I didn't listen to him. I was like, it smells good. And I'm like, dude, don't be fooled by that smell. Yeah. We're at the ballpark and this is we're at a warrior game. I was fooled by the uh, bacon wrap. Act- last
0: year? Wasn't this last year?
1: no nah, this was a couple years ago.
0: Oh yeah, because it wasn't at Chase, it was at Oracle. Okay. Yeah, you're
1: right. And he goes this is years ago, dude. Like, now, like thinking about it, it's like, <laughs> he goes, "Don't." He goes, he goes, like, "Dude, don't be fooled by that." I, I I'm telling you right now, I was fooled by it. Don't do it. And then and I'm like, I'm like, it can't be that bad, dude. It smells, it smells delicious. Bacon wrapped hot dog. I, and I never, I never touched bacon. I was like, you know what?
0: Oh, you never had one before? Oh, okay, I didn't know
1: that. I never had one before, and I and also I don't really touch bacon either. I don't really eat bacon very often. Or if, and if I do, it's turkey bacon. I see. So I was like, you know what? If it smells good. I'll I'll try it out. And Joe's like, <laughs> Joe asked me. So, do you want to go to the game today, or do you, or do you want to pay a ticket to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, we're gonna go to the game, bro. I'll be fine. Um, and I I didn't even have the full hot dog. It was disgusting when I had it. So that was like six dollars that, that I wasted.
0: Yeah, yeah man. That, that just, you know, now 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 we know better, right? We we've, yeah. we've grown up. We've grown up eating that food. Uh, you know, we're adults now. Um, it's time for us to start eating better and taking care of our body. Sure, kids could get away with it, but even then, um, you know, they could develop early pre-diabetes, high cholesterol, hypertension, and many other many other things many other things, many other health issues, complications. And you want to give your kids and yourself the best opportunity possible. Um, so, which brings us into our next point. You don't have to go, you don't have to go organic to be healthy. Sure, it's, it's, it's the better choice. It's your best bet. But uh, like Armando was mentioning earlier, or going organic is a lot more expensive And if you're a family on a budget we completely understand we we empathize with you you know we we grew up the same way so go just going to your grocery store getting some um fresh produce you know veg vegetables mainly vegetables a little bit of fruit um of your choice whatever you like and then some lean meats and then sure going with some starches you know some potatoes are good yams um sweet potatoes, you know, black beans, red beans, things like that. Yes. Lentil, lentils are great, chickpeas, right? Brown rice rather than going white rice, you know. Um, taking it easy on the salt, like me and Armando were talking about, cooking with healthier fats. If you're gonna use butter, use ghee butter, go that route. It's a little bit more expensive, but it'll help help prevent any illnesses with your family. It's healthier. Use
1: uh, uh, Oils, use coconut oil instead.
0: Use cleaner oils such as coconut oil. Avocado is a good one too to cook with. Um, Olive oils for salad dressing. They're not the best to cook with. Um, You know, those are just some examples. But yeah, you know, you don't, that's not going to cost you. uh, You know, it's not going to be too expensive, right? Because you're not shopping at Whole Foods. We understand that's more expensive. You're not. Always, you don't have to get organic. Sure, it's better, but you don't have to get organic. You could just get the regular regular vegetables and all those foods that we just mentioned, you know. Um, and and there's even um, some grocery store chains that, uh, that aren't on the high end that are starting to sell more uh, healthier food options. So sometimes I go to Big Lots. They got healthier choices. Uh, Big Lots is like around the corner from where I live. I'll go to um, Grocery Outlet is another great I was
1: going to say Grocery Outlet, the bargain market. That's, a, yep. that's good to um, sell a little more on the greens too. So
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I would say with Grocery Outlet with the, with the vegetables, with the produce, is that if you don't use them within that week or probably some, sometimes, check the expiration dates. Sometimes it will give you like two or three days. So if you're going to buy from there, you got to make sure you cook it for lunch or dinner that day or the next day because then it will go bad. So you so you so you got to cook it. Um, but even like Lucky's Food Max, you know, Food for Less, <coughs> stores like that, you know, that cater to more of um, of uh, not maybe not, you know, for lack of a better term, not the nicest neighborhoods, I would say. And you live there the
1: Urban my more for the urban areas.
0: Yeah. Um, so go to those grocery stores. Um, those are the ones I grew up going to. So go to those grocery stores. And you, you can make healthier decisions. Stop buying those, you know, um, sweets and, and sh- sugary snacks for your kids because that's not going to help them lay off the juices, ha- have them drink more water, you know, things like that. So there are things that you guys can do to help your families out, help, help yourself out, and help your kids out.
1: When it comes to the kids, break them in early too when it comes to that because that was something that that I had to battle too was that my dad didn't like any healthy as you can tell by that butter story but he was he for years it was hard for me to to get a little healthier and it's still and don't get me wrong i, I enjoy it nowadays right but it's, it's still one of those days where it's like man you know a brandy doesn't sound bad today but you're gonna eventually when you start eating the way the way that we do Eventually, what's going to end up happening is that you're not really going to crave those foods as much, mm-hmm. or I'm you're
0: yeah boredom. Amanda, weren't you telling me a story <clears throat> about when you were a kid and even though you didn't eat healthy because of your pops, um, that you really started to like eating spinach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, right? so um, when I was a kid. Um, one of my favorite cartoons was Popeye, and what's what's Popeye famous for? He gets strong when he eats his spinach, right? Like he has this can of spinach, and then he defeats the bad guy, and then he gets uh, olive oil. And um,
0: that's funny. I didn't even think about that. His chick's name is Olive Oil, and he gets strong when he eats spinach. Yeah, <laughs> I just put those two together. Yeah, uh, and- like, <laughs>
1: it's like crazy, and that's cool. So it was just one of those things where like I, I want to be like Pope, you know, like I, I was little, I was like six or seven, maybe. 14, or, or 16. 16. <laughs> now I'm playing. I was because I think my pop was still around at the time. So and my he died around when I was six. So he was so I was still a little kid. And he and I remember my mom was like, Why do you want spinach for it? Because Papa eats it. So I resist and I pretty much like spinach.
0: That, hey, you know, that's really, that's really cool because this, uh, I guess this will lead me into um, some, something else that our listeners could do to help their kids out. You know, give, give them that kind of influence. Like Popeye eats spinach and he gets stronger. That influence influences kids to think, wow, if I want to be like Popeye and, you know, grow up to be a strong adult, I need, to eat, I need to eat eat spinach, and subconsciously, they're eating better. They don't realize that they're eating better, but they know they want spinach because they see Popeye do it. So yeah. something as simple as that, a, a, like a cartoon, could have a lot of influence on a kid, and you can help them get started young, just like Armando was talking about.
1: Yeah, kind of like on Dragon Ball Z, what was it, the uh, sensu beans?
0: Oh, yeah, sensu yeah. beans,
1: yeah. So it's like eat a sensu bean, then you, the you, next thing you know, your kids are eating
0: beans. I mean, yeah, I mean, be, be, beans are healthy if you get the right ones, you know, not refried, obviously, black beans, kidney beans, you know, like lentils, that kind of stuff, like everything we just mentioned. So yeah, man. Um, I
1: think healthy, they're just like we say, it's just the way you cook them and the way you prepare them. So one of the things that and Joe and I didn't talk about this earlier either was one of the things that we also rely on a lot was bean soup. And we'd have, yeah. let's make a bean soup. And uh we just have that for we just had that for dinner and sometimes it would last for a couple of days.
0: However YouTube's hella
1: good though. <laughs> I was but what followed was cayo pinto, which sometimes could be fried. Like my like grandma. That. That's just carbs on carbs. And then there was um fried beans. So you would get the beans and then you fry them and fry them and fry them. So the bean soup was great though. I love, all of them were great, honestly. They all taste delicious. It's it just, good. the soup was by far the healthiest.
0: The bean soup? Yeah, I would say.
1: Some people would uh-huh. put, some people put crema in it, or they put uh, queso picotija in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, how so, about- something else your your story uh, maybe you want to touch on was um, was how, I think, I think most, I think people in general are like this. How our celebrations and gatherings social gatherings uh celebrations are always around food right so you know um believe it or not but you know if you're the one hosting uh or you know you have let's say i don't know your close relative is hosting uh what you what what you prepare or what you have people bring over if it's more like a potluck um really says a lot about you know, if you're preparing your family well for, for healthy habits, so make a nice green salad, make some vegetables. If you're gonna make some starches, pick the the healthier ones, the ones that we mentioned earlier, like like Armando was talking about. You guys eat bean soup out there. Use black beans, kidney beans. They're healthier. You know, they're they're they for your family.
1: Buy the red beans. Yeah, yeah. Red beans are a little harder because they're more. Um, they usually are more imported. But if you can find some red beans, like legit red beans from El Salvador Nicaragua, those are the best ones,
0: man. So yeah, you know, getting together with your family around food for holidays, you know, uh religious rituals, people's birthdays, you know, just we're just just to get together, you know, sun, Sunday dinner, right? Um tra- gathering around food. Um it's basically inevitable. It's something that we're going to do. So try to make healthier choices for your family and your relatives and your guests so people can see that and that'll start rubbing off on people.
1: Just so, do a little adjustment. You know, instead of deep frying it in canola oil or something like that, right, just uh, try grilling it.
0: Yeah, some, something as simple as that. And, you know, and then, which also brings me to another point. This is, this is cool because I'm kind of just feeding off what you're saying, Armando, um, trying to help people out here uh make make cooking you know you usually back in the day cooking's more like a woman's job, right quote unquote women are in the kitchen, right man, that's not true. I like to cook, our mother likes to cook men 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 like to cook we so make it like a family thing where you guys are all in the kitchen if you got the space or, yeah,
1: I also enjoy it, you know why? because I like to eat, so if I want to keep eating, I gotta learn how to cook
0: <laughs> yeah so- and and you can learn how to cook healthier in healthier ways and use healthier, fresher ingredients. And you can make it a family thing, cook with your family. Everybody's just gathering, you know, cooking together, playing some music, you know, make, make it an event, make it fun. When I cook, I'll play the music or I'll listen to a podcast or an audio book or something. But obviously if you have other people, probably music is the way to go. What
1: podcast do you listen to, sir?
0: Um, I listen to, uh, I listen to a few of them. Let me see. Um, Off- Okay, uh, I like Joe Rogan's. So shout out to Joe Rogan. Oh, he missed right. my
1: he missed my
0: uh, he missed my segue. Yeah. So so I got so I got Joe Rogan. So I listen to Joe Rogan's, and then I will also listen to art episodes because I really yeah, don't like I to. Like I really don't like to listen to myself talk. So I don't like to. I so I don't listen to That's to the podcast sometimes, but. Um, we obviously have to, uh, not proofread, but proof, listen to our podcast. So Armando will send me the raw cup before we post it and I'll listen to it. And it's very weird for me to listen to my own voice, but I'll do it anyways. And I guess I'm getting kind of used to it. So that's something else that I'll listen to. I'll listen to our podcast, the adapt session while I'm cooking or, or doing some housework or something. Um, so then I could send Armando the, the okay, two thumbs up, like, Hey, let's post this one. Let's, let's go with it.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I wanted to ask you before. Well, first I want to say I also listen to other podcasts as well. Like you guys know, I listen okay. to Rogan and also Bruce Pritchard and any of the shows that Conrad Thompson hosts. That's part of the reason why you see me talk a lot of shit is because I kind of enjoy talking shit. So, sure. <laughs> That's where Armando is, but you mentioned talking about re- um, replacing some of the. The methods that we do to cook. So, Joe, I wanted to ask you, what would be some good replacements for like salt, if you were to if you were to help us out with that?
0: Um. Okay. So something simple that I just switched over uh, to like pink Himalayan salt. There's more minerals in it, um, and there's a bunch of different types of salt too. There's there's black salt that I guess we extract from uh, volcanic ash or like the area around um, volcanoes. Um, and then they also get from the black sea. So there's different types of black salts and other different types of color salts that have more minerals and vitamins that are better for you that you can use. So as opposed to just getting regular table salts, where there's no other nutritional value besides the sodium content. Um, so that's what I would, that's what I would use. Look for, look for different types of, I guess you could say they call them exotic salts, different colors, different, and the reason why they're different colors is because they provide different minerals, so.
1: Where can they find these?
0: Um, Usually pink Himalayan salt now, it's pretty popular, so they sell it now, like, at your local supermarket. Um, the other ones, uh, I had a friend bring me some black salts from, from like I said, the surrounding area of a volcano. They brought it from back from Hawaii, so that was kind of cool. There you go. Yeah. And I know that there's other ones too. I've seen like green ones. I don't know where that comes from, but I'm sure if you look it up online, you could find it. So it's kind of cool. Different ones.
1: So yeah. See, there you go. You guys have a different way to uh, season it. If you, if you guys are really into the salt, find something that can salt substitute for salt. your salty needs.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, a lot of the, that's where it starts with just adjusting how you cook it, right? So we mentioned my mom, how she went from cooking a meal that's supposed to be sweet and salty. She kind of adjusted it and it became a little, has, has more lemon flavor to it, right? Or a little more of a spice kick to it. It's, and it just starts with that, you know, just like put your own flavor into the cooking. Have fun with the cooking. Get creative with it
0: have fun, make your family a part of it, you know, show them how to do things, show the kids, if the kids are old enough, uh, and they have the attention span, teach them how to cook and teach them how to cook healthy. So,
1: exactly. so my sister's, sister uh, if she wasn't successful in her in in her uh, in her line of work, she'd probably be a successful chef somewhere, because she's so good at cooking. So I, one of the things that I've been doing since the quarantine started, I've been cooking with her and I've been learning some new techniques I learned how to bake bread, dude. Remember you told me? That's cool. Like, like that's still like amazing to me that we learn how to bake bread. Like we make it from scratch. And it's really interesting to see what you can do when uh you have creativity with you. That's one of the reasons why I don't know, man. I guess I live for creativity. That's the reason why we have this show. Because we got a chance to be creative, we get to talk about things in like this episode right like we wanted to talk about nutrition and how we know that not everybody has the budget not everybody has the wherewithal and not everybody can afford to be completely nutritious but we wanted to address that and we also wanted to me- mention how um it was kind of a luxury for the for majority of minorities especially. The last twenty years when it comes to this wouldn't you agree
0: I would, yeah for sure, uh like I was saying, um you know a lot of it has to do with how you grow up, right you don't know any better um until you get educated in in it right or you you know you show some uh um, you show what's the word I'm drawing a blank here for some reason you uh you want to learn about it right. Yeah. You want to learn about it, so then you then you go off and you learn about it, um, whether that's online, whether that's reading books, or you learn, you know you ask questions in school, whatever the case may be. But yeah, most people don't have the opportunity, so if you do, that's great. Um, just like us, started growing up, getting into it a little bit more, um, and now, just like Armando was mentioning, we got this platform, so we could talk a little bit about it, um, and uh, hopefully you guys took some something out of it, even if it's just one one nugget, one gold nugget that you can keep with you.
1: I would like um, to ask you, yeah. i like to ask you. So before we before we uh, log off, I would like to ask you, when did you realize that um that the lifestyle that you're living, like the nutritious lifestyle, when did you realize that oh man, this stuff that we grew up on wasn't very healthy and I can't do it? Um
0: when did I uh, I probably probably when I initially became a trainer. Um, I realized it, but I hadn't changed my eating habits just yet. The only thing that was ever um, – that had always been prevalent in my life was physical activity. So, uh, you know, playing sports, running around. Um, and then I started to exercise, lift weights. Um, and and uh, my body changed a little bit, but uh, I became a trainer – and I started actually learning about it. And I started um, taking some classes at a couple fitness conferences that I went to, fitness seminars. Mm-hmm. And they started, ta- they started talking about how that can improve sleep, it can improve performance in the gym, um, your overall health, and that your clients getting your clients to exercise in the gym wasn't sufficient enough um, to get them to their goals and progress them. So that's when I really realized, like looking back, like, wow, like the way that I used to eat when I was a kid uh, was really, really holding me back. And that was the only piece that I was missing because everything else, you know, I love playing outside. So that's when I knew I needed to incorporate that in my life and then learn more about it to try to help my clients out.
1: Do you have a story of when, of like trying to eat the way you did before and it was just like, no, I can't do this.
0: Nah, I don't really have a story. Um, I just I just completely changed it. I stopped <laughs> buying them. Started buying more vegetables, uh, lean meats. Um, and then when once I learned about grass fed and pasture raised, I started trying to look for meats like that. Grass fed, pasture raised. Yeah. Um started you eating. Taste
1: difference. You taste the difference in the those meats, like grass fed versus corn fed.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Huge difference.
0: Yeah, the the other ones, they just they taste fresh. You know, yeah. they taste fresh while the corn fed ones don't. They, they, they taste, they, they taste a little weird. It
1: has a, it has a different, um, weird taste to it. It has like an aftertaste in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And like growing up, i mean you know, like I said, you didn't know the difference until like I actually tried one or the other or when I tried both, I should say, um, then, then I t- tasted the, the, the difference and I was like, yeah, it's, I couldn't eat like that no more.
1: Nope. Yep. And, um, I'll give you this. So I'll give you my story. So I mentioned earlier that we we were hosting my, my aunts and my cousins. So this was like around Thanksgiving. And we made every every food you could think of. All the bad ones too.
0: So remember, pizza, pasta, well oh, we I'm had like, I guess spaghetti is pasta, technically. Yeah, it is.
1: None of, those, none of those, bro. Those are not Nicaraguan foods. I'm talking.
0: Oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay. We had like the
1: all of the, the rosquillos, the cookies, the, 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 the Nicaraguan cookies, the ones that are one, – there's one that's sweet and there's one that's kind of salty.
0: I've never had them, but
1: you – had, You've had them, before. They're the ones, that
0: are,
1: the ones that are like the holes and then the other ones that are filled.
0: I haven't had those, bro. I'm sure you have.
1: If I showed them to you, you would probably recognize them.
0: They're maybe made maybe I ate them.
1: They're made out of like corn flour.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: they're but they can be they're really sweet. The sweet ones are really, really sweet. So um we had every single thing there, right? And um we had fried cheese. I didn't have the fried cheese because everybody else killed it. So they didn't leave me any. Probably saved me the time too. But then we had um, oxtail soup that was made in a traditional manner.
0: Oxtail soup's hella good.
1: Yes, because we kind of changed it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but we had, we had it the way that they make it back in Nicaragua. Okay. So that was very, so that was very heavy. It was. Um, there was a lot of uh, oil in it there was a lot of fats in it there was a lot of salt in it it was very sweet so they did a lot of so they a lot of manteca in it. buttered it up yeah there was a lot of lard in there so um when we had it i remember I, i'm eating it and i couldn't my body just was not taking it dude. I, I remember sitting down eating it and um I'm trying to force myself. I was basically trying to force myself to eat it. And I, I had to put it down because my body was just like, no. And I, and I threw it away. I, I threw it up. Oh, you, oh, for real? Yeah, I threw it up, man. I, I, my body was just like, this is too much, too overwhelming. When was this? Uh, I want to say 2013. Oh, okay. So it was a while back. It's a while back, yeah. So when that's when I realized that, hey, you know what? The work that I'm doing and the, the way that I'm eating... Really changed my body because a lot of that food I enjoyed, but I couldn't. I couldn't have that. I couldn't keep it down. And then we also had. Um, then we also had these fried bananas, plátanos, mm-hmm. and they really f- deep fried it. Dude. Like it was nothing but crisp. Who made it? My cousin. Oh, okay. And uh, Maduro. <sighs> man it was it was good but holy cow dude like i my stomach was killing me that week like 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 i was i was in a lot of pain that week i couldn't like i remember having a salad and they made the salad with the cabbage and that was all i ate (laughs) because it was everything else was just too overwhelming i couldn't i couldn't stomach it anymore. it was it was way too overwhelming
0: Yeah, I, I can't eat like that no more, bro. If I, I know if I eat like that, um, yeah, I, I will not be feeling good. So, I don't even try. And then plus, I don't even get an urge to eat like that. So, I know you were probably just doing it because you were with your family and, you know, trying to.
1: Yeah, and at the time it was, I was about a little over a year into my return at the gym, so. I was still kind of changing everything up. I was, my body was still trying to change. And, uh, but it was, it was.
0: My body You're trying was, to acclimate it to being healthy, yeah. I was my body just did not like it. That's that's and, a good thing, that's a, that's a sign that your body wants to change. But that was,
1: dude, I couldn't sleep at night, my stomach was hurting so bad sometimes. Probably ate too much, or it was just that the stuff that I was eating, my body just couldn't process it because it was so much processed crap that was in it, probably. Because there was a lot of, they were using a lot of uh, processed foods too. So, a lot of us, lot of um, a lot of oils,
0: canola oil. Yeah, In
1: the yeah. park, there's so much canola
0: oil, dude. Yeah, lions cook with a lot of oil. Oh, I don't know. I guess a lot of people cook with a lot of oils, but too much oil, too much lard, like all that, that. just stuff that's stuff that's not beneficial. You know what I mean? But like I said, I I think it's a I think it's more of a. Mm, I don't know, I don't want to jump to a conclusion, but I think it's uh it's more of like poor people food. You know what I mean? So you gotta work with what you got.
1: Yeah, and the the lard was the one that 'cause I I hadn't had lard in years. Um and the lard just over overwhelmed me. I couldn't do the I couldn't do the lard. Mm. You was,
0: know,
1: that's how my aunt was cooking it with and my cousin, so
0: a a lot of those things too, uh they're uh very um our, we don't watch our portions because the foods are comforting. You're already around your family. Everything feels good, all this good stuff. And then, you know, you tend to like eat a couple, a couple of servings and then you have dessert, you know, like that kind of stuff. And yep. it, and that, and that's not, that's, I think every culture does that. So I don't think that's cultural. Um, but I, I do, I would say it's a, I would just say it's comforting because you're around your family. If you feel good, you, you want to eat. Eating makes you feel good, right? Yeah. Um, so, so you know, you you don't pay attention to how much you're eating. You're just eating and enjoying your family's company and, and enjoying the party festivities. And sometimes, you know, that can uh, that that can lead to you know excessive weight gain when you have too much of that stuff.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was overwhelming, man. And
0: the alcohol. Let's not forget that. <laughs> Yeah, at
1: the time, I wasn't drinking at the time. So maybe yeah. maybe that was a good thing back then because, good Lord,
0: man. Probably. But, well, go ahead, big dog.
1: I was going to say, man, I think we covered everything we can here, man. You got anything else to say?
0: No, nah, I think we're good too. So hopefully, uh, you know, people can see that we understand that not everybody can eat a certain way uh, due to various factors. But hopefully you guys try. And we were able to, you know, give uh, so a little bit of clarification that we understand what you're going through because we grew up the same way. But there are ways around it. You just, you know, you got to be mindful. That's pretty much all I got to say.
1: You just gotta, you just gotta be creative with it, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: it takes a, it takes a little bit of patience. But yeah, once you get it, we're good, man. So um, Joe and I are Joe and I are glad you guys are listening and we um, wanted to announce that uh, we have a Facebook page, so go like us on Facebook, Adapt Session, baby.
0: Adapt.Session, right? Is it still Adapt.Session? Yes, it is. Adapt.Session on Facebook, follow us on IG, Adapt.Session on Instagram, on the Gram, and then on whatever, uh, you know, podcast platform you listen right. to us.
1: By the way, we got another, we got another platform. So everybody knows about Spotify, everybody knows about apple podcasts and google and google we just got which, overcast which we're, on, which we're on all of them we're on all of them now so we're on one overcast we're on apple podcasts spotify google we're on breaker anchor 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 that's our sponsor anchor Google podcasts so you guys check us out, listen to us on any, any of those, any of those uh, platforms, support the show, like us on make Facebook.
0: Make sure that if you guys like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, and make sure that if you guys want us to go over anything, you guys write us on there, write us on our IG, on our Facebook. If you got any nutritional questions, exercise questions, or maybe you guys just got some questions for me and Armando about stuff going on. Things, experiences that we have that we could talk about on the show. Moving forward, we're also going to have some guests coming up, so just stay tuned, all right, team?
1: All right, you guys, and like us, on, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Enjoy the show. As usual, every two weeks, we got a new episode dropping. So we're just getting started.
0: All right, squad, we out. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. Okay, guys.